It's time for Pastry Pals. Stop trying to make a theme song. It's bad every single time. Set your timer for 40 minutes and put your podcast in the oven. You made that joke the first time. Did I? Yeah, I said that. You said 10 hours. I said 10 hours? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So clearly you know more about baking now. That's good to know. Uh Um, Speaking of knowing more about baking, um, this is Pastry Pals, where we talk about the Great British Baking Show. I'm Diego. I'm Lucy. And one thing that I liked about this episode, this is episode six, where they, the theme was continental cake. Um, like what the, did you guess again? Pu- no, not pies. Breakfast? You yeah, you guessed breakfast. No, no, I didn't guess breakfast. I guessed breakfast. <laughs> well, either way, you were wrong. Yeah. Um, can't have cake for breakfast. I uh, can't have your say. continental cake and breakfast too. I tried. <laughs> um, <laughs> So continental cake. This is not a thing that they said a single time during the episode. What it means is from the continent. Which one? Europe. Yeah. How far does Europe stretch? Eh. The Caribbean. (laughs) (laughs) Well, our flavors were Caribbean, not like the cake itself. Yeah, no, they didn't import the cake from the Caribbean. That's, That's a good point. No, you know what I mean. Leaven cake. Leaven cake? Is that what they called it? The first one was continental leaven cake. I know because I, I wrote leavened cake. I I can't hear their ed. I'm gonna Google it. Uh... Leavened, leavened, yeah, leavened cake. I'm pretty sure because like a leavening agent is like the thing that makes it rise. I'm pretty sure a leavened cake just means that it's a cake that's made with yeast, and it I guess that is like a traditional. European cake because they didn't have baking powder for a really long time, so that's how you got it to rise. Yeah. Um, that was the signature challenge. So yeah, um, they had a lot of times in this one specifically where they the the bakers would explain what they were doing, especially because leavened cake is maybe not in the most mainstream for uh, casual baking, mm-hmm. um, and so they would explain it um, as they would say to a family member. Um, what their baking was all about, and I thought that was really nice, sort of, for me, not knowing how things were going. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it really showed part of the difference of why it's nice to have, like, these amateur bakers as opposed to, like, top pros competing for the top pro challenge. Yes. Because then they could explain these things a lot easier. Right, because it's not like they're going to culinary school for it. They're learning just like everybody else is. Yeah, and plus then, like, they're learning in their households where like maybe a family member is like what is this and they're like oh it's this and this and this and that Mm -hmm. not Um, to mention that they're using like things you can buy in a store instead of a lot of like really expensive um like professional tools yeah um another thing that i noticed this episode that i'm sure they've been doing consistently throughout but i just noticed it is that i think that they're moving the tables out of the way each week so that way there's not just empty tables (laughs) Because this episode started, and I'm like, oh, wait, there's no empty tables. Well, they do have some spare tables. Do they? I think. But those are, like, off to the side. I remember Kate putting some of her dirty dishes on a table in front of her that was empty. Huh. Maybe they just move everyone to the back. But then when they were walking them up, it also looked like there was not just, like, a giant gap. It looked like the, the whole tent got shorter. Which is 
a thing that I would have to go back and investigate. I don't really know how anything works. Well, I've seen Harry Potter, and I saw where they have the tents that are different sizes. And so, this is Britain, and so... No, I don't think so. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, this was, this was ye old yeast cake. What did people do? Um, Louis did an apple one, apple cinnamon. Um, Martha did, like, a chocolate one with chocolate. Um, I don't remember. Yeah. Oh, she had a she had almond brittle. That's what it was. Oh right, right, right. And then um, Richard did something. What did he do again? You know, I don't remember. I don't remember anything. We just watched this. Yeah. The here's the thing. The leaven cake thing wasn't. The cakes themselves weren't like the most interesting part of this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that really caught me was they seem to do a lot, this episode in particular, with their editing style that I greatly enjoyed. Um, yeah, I noticed that too, actually. Because it's not just like, oh, they have more explaining, and they definitely had that in the first part, but also transitioning into the second part, they did more and more of this really cool thing, which was essentially like intercutting between different people explaining what they were doing, um, and having that as the explanation, but also as the sort of backing vocals to the visuals of what people were doing. Mm-hmm. And having this switch between different people got to show, um, for the technical challenge, it got to show sort of everyone's slightly different takes on the same recipe. Or for the first one, everyone's different strategies approaching the basic concept. Mm-hmm. Um, all while sort of setting up the audience for understanding what's going on and and sort of appreciating on a more technical level what they were doing. Right. Um, it also, also... Oh, God. Go ahead. It also just, like, felt more like, I don't know, like like a, like a heist movie or something like that. Where <laughs> like they're, they're like, all describing the different things that they do, so it all comes together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, they're explaining their plan. It's all, like, Ocean's Eleven, and it's like, and then we're going to do this and that. And then it goes over to you, Rocco, and Rocco's like, and that's when I do the this thing. And it goes over to you, Sherry, and Sherry is like, and that's when I do the this thing. And then blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. Well, that kind of comes into what I was thinking, which is that it brings, brings the impression of, like, unity which is very different from, I mean, we've talked a lot about how Great British Baking Show is very different from, like, American cooking shows, which is something that hypes competition and, like, conflict. Whereas this one, it really, um, it has more of a central focus on unity and the relationships within the tent, even though that's definitely auxiliary to, like, the actual show. Mm -hmm. They still show them, like, helping each other. They still show them talking together and complimenting each other. And so I think when they, with the smaller, um tent and with less people you see the relationships build even more and that happens even in the editing yeah makes sense no i totally get that and and i think i i I agree and um even with parts like um the the household that we are in has been watching a lot of project one runway recently (laughs) and so like till one in the morning oh later than that um (laughs) uh has been watching a lot of project runway recently and those kinds of shows do have, like, when someone leaves, everyone's like, oh, I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. And, like, it's not too dissimilar from here. But there are more little bits, like, like in this one, um, for the first challenge, Nancy had, I believe, some decorations on hers mm-hmm. that were Caribbean-themed. They're um, very cute. Yeah. And just as it was about to end and Louie was walking to go grab something or another, 
as he's walking, he notices Nancy's thing, points at it, and goes, Huh! Nancy! Nice! (laughs) (laughs) It's very cute. And so there are a lot more of those kinds of interactions, and I think that, like, this episode was really good from a post-production perspective of, of getting a lot of things together in terms of getting us to know and care about not just each individual baker, but their relationship to one another mm-hmm. in a way that usually is done more exclusively through the upping of the drama. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I think both approaches work differently, maybe not more or less well um, in terms of making the overall end product feel um, more tense. Mm-hmm. Because if you like everyone together then taking one piece out after you've seen it all work so well together mm-hmm. can be just as tense. Well, that's the thing. That is exactly how I feel, especially, like, right around this time, like, episode five, six, mm-hmm. when it's like, these are all my faves. I don't want them, any of them to leave. I'm just enjoying all of them baking together and having fun. And, yeah, that's definitely where the tension comes from. And I really, I'm not sure if this is, like... Um, American versus British thing, or if this is specific to Great British Baking Show, because it's true that in American reality TV shows in general, they really do emphasize conflict, and that is where the drama comes from. But this, the emphasis isn't on conflict, but on unity. Yeah, I don't think that it is like oh, uh, one side does it exclusively this way, and one side well, does yeah, it exclusively yeah. the other. Because um, you see, usually it's on a, usually the difference in this case is sort of which is the overarching narrative versus which is the ones that are drawn between individual characters mm-hmm. but the big but the, the big but overarching tendencies yeah i think are possibly cultural but also maybe just the charm of the show itself i don't know any other uh british reality tv shows so i couldn't really tell you if that's a cultural thing or not but yeah so we should just talk who did well in the continental leavened cake and who yeah. did not um I sort of ranked these um, in four groups. So Louie and Martha were on top. Um, Chetna and Nancy were uh, uh, just below. And then Kate and Richard um, were sort of third. And then Nancy on the bottom. Um, Wait, but you said Nancy was in the middle. Did I? Oh, I wrote Nancy twice. Yeah, why'd you do that? One, two, three, four, five, six. What did I do? Two Nancys? Do. I don't know who to believe. Nancy 4 or Nancy 2.5. I think Nancy's at 2.5. Okay. They liked her flavors a lot. Her problem was that it was over, uh, overrisen. Why did I do that? I don't know. Okay. You're very tired. They were using pecans, and they also called them pecans. Is that notable? It is notable. Why? I, pecans. Um, also, another thing of note is that uh, Kate, who won Starbaker last week, was wearing a little sheriff's badge. Yeah, and I have noticed that before exclusively in this season. I don't think it's in any others, and I only notice it about halfway through each time. So I don't know if this has always happened, or if someone just had a sheriff's badge one day and decided to keep passing it down. I have no idea. Especially because it's... Here's why I think... It's something that happened like partway through and then just got passed down is because it's not it's not like it says Star Baker or anything on it. Yeah, it's just a sheriff's badge. It says sheriff on it. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's very good. Um, 
So yeah, uh, moving into the technical challenge. It was Swedish cake. It was... A princessa torta. Princessa torta. Yeah. Except it was Swedish. So it was a... Uh, 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 German calendar. Princessa torta. Stop. <laughs> yeah, so it's a crazy challenge because there's so many parts to it. Let me see. So the there's three layers of sponge. Yeah. In between, there is, in between the first two layers, there's jam as well as some cream. Creme patissier. Between the second and third layer, more creme patissier? Yeah, I think so. And then I think the the last layer, I think the last layer is the creme patissier. I don't remember. Then there's a dome of like whipped cream. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. There's a dome of whipped cream. And then there's um, marzipan. Yeah, all of that covered with this green marzipan topped with... A little rose. Another marzipan rose and chocolate piping. So it's like a ton of components and they're all very difficult to make. And one of the steps along the way, this is a, a, a many, many-stepped vague one where one of the steps along the way was just like, make the creme patissier. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was challenging for everyone. And I think why this didn't end up looking like everyone just did mild disaster was because Mm -hmm. all of them were in the end covered by the single layer of marzipan um and yeah but there definitely were like some people did look like they had a very good one and some people looked like they did not yeah um one obviously the last one who was led in last place was kate um, and one of her big problems was that she, instead of having a full marzipan sheet covering it, she cut it up and, like, wrapped the sides and then had, like, a little, like, lid. Yeah. It did not look nice. Yeah. So instead of sort of using the malleability of the marzipan, she just treated it as if it were, like, pieces of paper. Yeah. To origami, not even origami, to paper craft together. Yeah. Um, so let me go through. So from last place up was Kate, Richard, Martha, Louie, Chetna, and Nancy. Mm-hmm. Um, something to note with Kate and Chetna is that um, both of them had to redo their sponge because uh, both of them, their first try, didn't uh, rise. Mm-hmm. They didn't whip enough air into it. Yeah. And so... Both of them had, you know, the really tense, like, oh, no, it's, like, the last second and we're barely putting the, the finishing touches on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that then there's a real, there was a really big difference between, you know, Chetna getting second place almost first and Kate pretty clearly getting last. Yeah, um, definitely. Oh, also it started off with um, Richard saying, not a clue, not a Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Is that a thing in Britain also? <laughs> Speaking of Richard, um, Richard did get second to last, um, and I think the these two challenges, because um, Richard was also in the bottom with Kate in the first challenge, mm-hmm. um, it really has been feeling like Richard is starting to run up against a wall, um, yeah. and especially taking last episode into account, it seems like his wall is timing, because he keeps... It's not that his ambition or his technique is bad necessarily just that he hasn't been able to time things out well yeah that does seem to be a running problem for him especially the last couple episodes Mm -hmm. um and that's kind of hard because it's not a super fixable one 
Yeah. I think this has really been shown through the last two episodes because when Paul and Mary Berry are sort of behind the scenes when the technical challenge is starting and they are talking about what they are looking for in the challenge, the last two, they've both said like, oh yeah, this one's really about the timing and and trying to juggle all of these things Mm -hmm. while having the proper timing. Right. Um, And we've seen Richard not do super great on both of them. Mm-hmm. Another thing, talking talking of Paul, speaking of Paul, another great thing about this middle section was Nancy, <laughs> while making it, was like, oh, you know, you know when the male judge said, and then one of the hosts was like, you're not even calling him Paul? And Nancy's like, honestly, I've forgotten his name. <laughs> Uh, very good. <laughs> and then Nancy got first and then decided to start calling him Paul again. <laughs> we'll see if she remembers later on. Yeah. Nancy's very good. Seeing Louis get sort of middle with Martha, uh, the judges pointed out, too, that the um, the result of this challenge specifically was pretty emblematic of where the contestants are in general mm-hmm. um because uh, they said Louie and Chetna are are safe both of them did top half um in in the, the last two challenges um Nancy and Martha sort of on the fence if they slip up then they could be down um but if they you know do good then they go up yeah which... but generally like they're fine yeah but I'm uh, starting to speak a little larger as to where people are skill level at, yeah, yeah. At the current moment. Uh, also, interestingly, Louis had a prediction. Oh in yeah. This episode, if you remember. Yeah, one of the hosts was like, "So, uh, Louis, who, uh, who do you have your money on for winning this?" And he's like, "Really?" And she was like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Oh yeah, Nancy. Nancy's the safe bet." Uh huh. <laughs> Which is really sweet. Yeah, that is sweet. <sighs> They're so cute. Oh yeah, and then Kate and Richard being at the um at the bottom, both of them being the bottom two. Uh, for the for both of these last two challenges, mm-hmm. um, on to the third challenge. Yeah, this was a two layer cake with caramel and sugar work. Yeah, and other stuff too. When I there usually had to be, well, yeah. there had to be like it was two tier cake, but it had many layers inside. So very like very 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 thin layers. Um, a lot of them had upwards of twenty layers total in their cakes. As someone who does not bake or do much in terms of food preparation, especially of the dessert kind, when I heard sugar work, I did not think it was going to be, like, cool caramel-like pieces (laughs) made of sugar, of course. But when I think of sugar, I think of, like, you know, the, the, the powdered form. Really? The crystal form. I don't, not not like powdered sugar, but like what you would get in like a bag. So what did you think they would be making? I don't know. I thought it was going to be like, like cool designs made of the sugar <laughs> on the things. As soon as people started explaining what they were doing, like the first one that they uh, cut to was Louis's plans for uh, essentially a, essentially a sculpture of a building that is near his house. Um that it it's it hit me that I'm like, oh, oh, you're right, you can make stuff out of like caramelized sugar, 
Yeah. That's what they're talking about. That's what sugar work means. Um, speaking of, Louis made a, a thing, a, a two-tiered cake that was a castle on hill. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. It was really cool. They um, were not a fan of the flavor, which is why he probably didn't get Star Baker. Yeah. Well, honestly, this week I don't think he was as much in the contention for Star Baker as Nancy was. No, he was. He was. Well, um, I mean, he got third in the technical. I guess Nancy got fourth, but he also did really well in the signature challenge. Whereas Nancy just did kind of like in the middle, mediocre. Remember? Yeah, I guess. Um, but they also really liked Nancy's. Like, I don't think they said a bad thing about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so Louis was probably the like the best looking thing that has been made on the show so far. Yeah, it was gorgeous. It it was so good. Like. Richard is the one who builds houses, right? Mm-hmm. But Louis is also a graphic designer. Yes. We've seen both of them do very precise things. And so seeing Louis do this um, was like, it was really cool. Mm-hmm. He did real good. Yeah, especially because he finished super early. And so when everyone was like frantically putting all their stuff together, freaking out and all that, they just cut to him like cleaning his um his face off. He's like, you know, spraying it down, shining it with a rag, uh-huh. getting it all nice and clean. So they had like the strings and all the dramatic music and him just like cleaning. <laughs> do, 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 do. It was good. Just like, you know, shifting the, shifting the little pestle a bit. Mm-hmm. Martha had a... Depending on how the bake turned out, um, she had plans for either two or three tiers. Mm-hmm. I think it ended up being two. It was two, yeah. Um, <clears throat> it was cute. Yeah, it was a it was a chessboard, where um, in addition to you know the the multiple layers inside of the two cakes, um, they were topped with um, chocolate squares, mm-hmm. in the form of a chessboard. Mm-hmm. And those were topped consequently with. Um, Caramel chess pieces. And chocolate but chess pieces. And chocolate yeah, chess pieces. Yeah, we got both. It turned out a little messy, um, just because there was a lot of, like, frantically timing right. things. They seemed to overall be pretty happy with it, but not the presentation. They enjoyed the flavors inside. They weren't mm-hmm. a huge fan of the chess pieces just because they weren't handmade. They were mold-formed. Right, like, if you put the the hot caramel in the mold um instead of like doing any like piping stuff or anything that like is with her hands um which i think is fair so she got like you know she's she was totally safe because everything else was well done other than the presentation um but it wasn't like exceptional enough for her to get star baker i'd say Mm -hmm. and i think that's a really interesting contrast with louis whose presentation was the best Mm-hmm. But the flavors didn't work out. Right, and so then he was also out of the running for it. Yeah. Um, Nancy. Oh, Nancy's Nancy's was really interesting because they seemed to really like the presentation of it, even though I wasn't a huge fan, but I guess it was pretty cool because it was um, it was just two square cakes with no side on it, so you could already see all of the layering, and so that kind of takes a lot of confidence in your layers being very good. Oh, I remember it, yeah. But it also... Is, I think having the confidence to have the multiple layers like that was really good. But also, mm-hmm. it was just like two squares with no siding on top of each other. Well, that's actually a pretty common um, presentation, especially now. Saying it's pretty common is maybe different than like I don't know because it was juxtaposed with Louis' like really 
outstanding, and especially just after the competition wherein they had the totally smooth covered over um, mm-hmm. princess cakes, I just found it really interesting how much they praised it. Um, well, but I don't think that like covering means it's better though. Is what I'm like. That's that's a choice. Yeah. And I think that I I think she made the right one because I think that it looked really cool that way. Um, and like I said, it's a it's a actually a pretty popular way to. Um, decorate cakes now is to leave the sides exposed because you can see the layers and that's really cool um, and so I think because it was so neat it was a good idea um, and then also there was Chetna who did so much so much caramel so much um, she had two layers and she had those like what she did was she um, when she got her caramel hot she oiled grapes and then she dipped the grapes in the caramel and then once the caramel hardened she took the just pulled the grapes out and so she get these little like teeny cups of caramel and then she stuck them on the top of her cake and they looked super cool moving on to the bottom two mm-hmm. kate and richard both of them had ones that looked pretty messy and didn't really showcase everything that they yeah. ought to have. So they said two specific problems with um Kate's and Richards, which were um The opposite all, problems. O- opposite Rich. problems, yeah. So they the two like hallmarks of this uh challenge were layers, um, layers of sponge and like icing or whatever, and caramel stuff, sugar work. And Richard had like a ton of caramel stuff. He had like a sponge sugar nest which looks super cool and then he had like little sugar um birds which looks super cool and then he had a bunch of um uh he had pistachio praline that was um like blitzed into food processor processors like crushed on the bottom and he had some um caramel trees and it was just like it was super cool. Um but he didn't have distinctive layers. And looked really messy on the inside and on the outside. It's kind of just generally unprofessional. <clears throat> and then Chetna's problem, or sorry, Kate's problem, was that even though her layers were very distinct and her cakes themselves were very good, um, she only did one sugar work thing, which was that she dipped um, pistachios in caramel and then pulled them out so they'd have really long, like, spears. And in addition to only doing the one thing, the stalactites of caramel were all like droopy like they weren't mm-hmm. completely cool they weren't done super well right she was just running out of time and there didn't look like there's a lot of them and it just eventually like she wanted it to be like all over the place but because it wasn't it just looked sort of sad yeah um and the same way that uh louie and martha kind of had opposite problems but put them at really even footing Richard and Kate, the same thing happened, Mm -hmm. wherein their problems were a little more integral to what the challenge was, Mm -hmm. um, but they had sort of equal marks off. And looking back at the other results from the other two challenges, they're also kind of even in different areas with those two, Mm -hmm. Um, which then for the judges made this a really difficult choice. Uh, Should we just... Go to the uh, the the loser. Yeah, and the, there wasn't one. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't a loser, um, which is a thing, a thing that I kind of anticipated as soon as they started explaining. So, where they usually are like, and the loser is blank. Um, 
The hosts usually say it, yeah. first of all. Yeah. Um, so just when that was about to happen, uh, Paul and Mary were like, this was a real tough one because we just like could not agree. And so then they started explaining out loud what their rationale was to mm-hmm. the contestants. And when that happened, I'm like, they're not going to send anyone off because they're not going to do these explanations in order to better both of the contestants. Right, right. While, like, one of them is going away. Um, Should we go on to the worst puns? Best puns. The worst puns? Best puns. The worst puns were... First of all, all of, there was a lot of accents this episode, and I greatly enjoy me an accent. They're all very bad. They're all very bad. <laughs> and they're European. Yeah. Uh, when they were messing around with Martha's chess pieces, after, after giving their critique, they were like, oh, but the chess pieces are still, like, they're still pretty fun. And they all, three of them moved to make a checkmate. <laughs> <laughs> with separate pieces which was very good because yes. two of them it's, it's not like it was oh the two hostess and Martha it was Paul, Mary and then one of the hosts mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then the hosts were like I love a queen and the other one looked at the camera and was like I love the queen ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, those Brits uh-huh. there's also uh, a couple in, the, in a similar vein with Louise showstopper um because they called his his uh sugar work a monumental effort because it was portraying a a local monument um it's not super much a pun they also said that he's hoping that his sugar work will be monumental Um, both of those are totally puns but what if they just literally meant they want it to look like a monument that's the pun but that like it, it's both. Okay. Whatever. It being both is the pun. But I think it's okay. Lucy, whatever. that's what a pun is. When time was up for the tiered cake, they said time's up, no more tears. And now here's the best pun. The worst pun? The best pun was when talking about how the cakes had to be tiered and have so many tears. The hosts were talking about how there's more tears than a football penalty shootout. What? <laughs> I don't remember that one. It, it was pretty subtle. And also, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure last week, the our worst pun, best pun. was also tear-related. Yes, but this is really good, because in addition to being about <laughs> tears and how many there were, because it was a ridiculous amount of baking cake tears... But also, it's a joke, a very British joke, about soccer and penalty shootouts and the reaction thereof from both sides. <laughs> okay, well, I guess that is the worst pun of the week. Best pun. The worst pun of Best the week. Best pun. Um, anything else we need to say? Oh, wh- oh what do you think the next one's going to be? Oh, crud. Transformers? <laughs> you, just, you just like these Transformers. You just, you never know. It could be. I have a great suspicion that it is not Transformers. Well, can I be prepared to? Can be I get wrong. a hint? So, okay, the hint is that this is a baking category. Okay, that. Oh, jeez. Do you want me to help you? No, no, no. Okay. No. Okay, okay. So there's cake, pie, cookies. Things we have done that are not those ones. Puddings, apparently. 
Um, <laughs> is this a, a, a like a a word a British word as opposed to like no, an American word? No, it's it's an American word. word. Okay, you definitely know the word. Okay, that helps you. You okay. definitely know it. You in fact say it frequently. Dab. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I say it frequently. Yeah. Like how frequently are we talking here? <laughs> like on a regular basis. I don't know. Because when I think of words that I say frequently, I'm thinking like on the daily. Um, I wouldn't say on the daily. I'd say several times a week you say this word. Jeez, several times a week? You said it in this podcast. Oh, goodness gracious. You said it in this podcast today. Oh, Like no. 40 minutes ago. Oh, God, I gotta think at the beginning. Play the tape back. <laughs> no, we don't have a tape. Oh, oh God. We'll see. It's gonna be okay. I want to get it right. I know you do. Especially now that I know that I can get it right. <laughs> you it's could, not. You could have gotten it right the whole other time. Oh. Can I just say like? Oh, is it secretly just breakfast? No, it's not breakfast. Okay. Is that a is that a baking category? I don't know. Um, <laughs> see, the thing that's in my mind is croissant, but I don't know what the larger croissant sort of taxonomy would be if it would just be like pastry, because we already did something that technically has pastry in it, but I don't know if that's <laughs> distinct from pastry. So I'm just going to say pastry. <laughs> you think so? Well, I did start this by saying pastry pals. That is the name of our podcast. I'm going to go with pastry. All right. Well, I guess we'll see if you're right next week. Well, you know. And you're judging me. I do know. Silently. And I am judging you. Harshly. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Pastry Pals. The music you're hearing is Sakura by Julie Maxwell. You can find this and more of her work at juliemaxwell.com or by following the links in the description. This episode was edited by Lucy, and you can keep up with Pastry Pals on Twitter at Pastry Podcast.